Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcast from we appreciate all of you guys out there our great listeners especially our service men and women out there taking care of us we want to thank our sponsors at strange brew coffee house and churn and spoon ice cream start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at strange brew coffee house or at brupolo over there in tupelo it, it would be weird robbie if uh brupolo was in new augusta new augusta yes yes it would that would that would be that would be that would be something you wouldn't expect. Is that Pine Belt area? Yes, yes, it is. It's uh, let's see here, Pearl River. Yeah, yeah, it's on Highway ninety eight, uh, just before you get to Beaumont and McLean. Okay, so between Columbia and Beaumont, is that where Pearl River Central is? Ooh, I don't know that Pearl River CC is. It's in Poplarville. Okay. So that's a little... Where is Poplarville? It's not on this map? What kind of crap is that? Oh, Poplarville is down Highway 11. Okay. Down past Lumberton. I love these small Mississippi towns. I love having these, these conversations with you. Maybe I was thinking per- Perry Central. Is it Perry Central? The home of, of Nick Griffin? Yeah. Well, I mean, now I, I guess I can look that up too. Here, hold on. Cause now I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a P Central. Perry Central is a new Augusta. Perry Central. That's uh, not Pearl River So Central. shout out to Nick Griffin. We'll give him a shout Coach out. Coach Griff. That's right. Well, wherever you are in our fine state, if you want Strange Brew Coffee, it's really simple. You just got to go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And uh, now, there it is. That was driving me crazy. It's like, why is our, our audio uh, is not right? And now it's right. Have we been? We've been fine the whole okay, time. Okay. We've been fine the whole but time. But it, it just wasn't in our headphones. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay, we're good now. We're good now, yes. That that was an ordeal. Strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Get coffee there. Home, uh, College Corner. Collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't find just anywhere else because you can only get the biggest and best selection of maroon and white merchandise at College Corner. They have two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. It is Wing Wednesday at Humble Taco. Go enjoy some of their awesome Mexican smoked wings. I'm telling you, that's one of the best appetizers here in town. Or, man, get two orders and call it a meal. You can't go wrong. And if you just want tacos, well, the best tacos are at Humble Taco because they're just not like any tacos you can get anywhere else. They're not the usual uh, suspects out there is what I'm trying to say. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, it's not just a slogan. It's definitely the way they do business over at Humble Taco. Great food, great people. Check them out next time you're here in Starkville. Looking for a great idea for lunch? Let's go with Firehouse Subs. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. Also follow Firehouse on Twitter because they're giving away deals and discounts there all the time. 
But when you use that app, you place your order online, it's ready within minutes, and then you're piling up reward points, and before you know it, boom, free lunch. Everybody likes a free lunch. Why not take advantage of it? Locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison, that is Firehouse Subs. So today, Robbie, can I, can I vent for a second? I'm, am I allowed to vent? Of course. Okay, thank you. One of my pet peeves in this world is doctor's appointments. Because you make an appointment for whatever time, you never see the doctor at that time. You know that there's at least a 20 to 30 minute wait to see a doctor. All right? Drives me insane. And these are the same people who are like, please show up to your appointment 15 minutes early. But it doesn't matter. That's just 15 more minutes you got to sit there. Drives me insane. Don't understand why doctors, who are some of the smartest people on the earth, can't understand the concept of an appointment. It's like the Seinfeld episode, right? It's like, you know how to take the appointment, but you don't know how to keep the appointment. You know? If I make an appointment to see somebody at 830, I'm walking in the door at 830. And we're talking right then. But not only that, but today I go there. They take my blood pressure. They weigh me, take my blood pressure. I go sit in the room. Doctor comes in, looks at my blood pressure, and goes, Great, see you in six months. I drove to Columbus for that. What a waste of time. I, I mean, and, and I, I go back to my original point. My point was at 8.30. He walked in the door at like 9.20. Yeah. So, I mean, I, why? And then they would get mad at you if you were a little oh, late. Oh, I was a few weeks ago, I had an appointment in Tupelo, and I knew I was going to be late. And so I called the lady. My appointment, was, I think, was at 8.30. I was like, it's coming closer to 8.45 when I get there. She's like, well, as long as you're here by 8.45, I guess it's okay. I was like, you guess it's okay? I'm paying you. Do you realize that it's my money that pays you and my insurance that pays If you guess it's okay. I thought you were going to complain about me being late after to the show. So I say all that to say this. No, I'm just. <laughs> that you, was just an analogy. I was actually talking you, about you, you being late. It was not the issue. Richard Cross calling me on the phone here. I'm working here, trying to trying to disrupt our show. Trying to knock I'll, us. I'll off. text him and just a trying bit. to knock us off. I'll text him in a bit. here. Yeah, exactly. It is. Uh, it is Rumblings Day here on uh, Sports Talk on Sports Talk on, on Thunder and Lightning. Uh. So that means we've got your questions to answer. Let me let me text Richard back here. Let's see, let's see what the heck he wants. Probably to rub it in my face about Ole Miss about something. All right, let's see if that handles him. All right, we got some good questions today. <laughs> the Chris Farley is funny. Yes, that is correct. That's correct. So. Christopher Columbus. <laughs> It was the Spanish Armada, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Is that right? The Spanish Armada. Armada. That is correct. Our first question of the day. I love starting with a wrestling question. We'll get started right away. And a guy's name is Dog Von Eric, the lost Von Eric brother. Uh, was 2003-2006 TNA better than current AEW? Styles and Samoa Joe in their primes. Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, the fallen angel Chris Daniels. The entire X Division. You make a strong case for TNA. TNA had a moment where they were really good, but unfortunately, nobody was watching. Nobody saw it. That's yeah. that's that's the issue. They yeah. they had some great moments, but nobody knew it was happening. It was just, it was off on a channel that nobody could get. So that I mean that's that's kind of the issue is it mm-hmm. wasn't readily available for everybody. AEW is much easier to, 
But no, no, we're good. Okay. Well, continue. AEW is much easier to access, and I mean, right now you have a good mix of those like really strong indie guys and some guys that still have some juice behind them from WWE. So, I mean, that's the ideas were were excellent. The the X division and um, stuff like that, but I'm still gonna give the I'm still gonna give uh, the I guess the the edge to AEW. Yeah, I would too. I would too. I think I think I mean I haven't seen a lot of those matches. You know, I've seen some of them, but not all of them. All right, our friend Colton Watson. Would you rather be a parent of twelve or a parent at twelve? Ooh, what a what a strange question, but a good one. It's an easy I think, answer. I think it's going to be parent at twelve. Oh, I don't God. want twelve kids. I would much rather have twelve kids now than try. To, yeah, I mean, if try I try to have been a parent at twelve, I couldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, surely you would have some help, but gosh, twelve kids. I mean, can you a imagine? Ton. Oh, it would be awful. But I'm a twelve-year-old. You're still a kid. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing where I would probably agree with you. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to have like. A few that's a couple that's going to be you know sixteen, right? Fifteen. Let's say okay, I'm forty. One of them's going to be in college. I'm, they can help. I'm forty six, right? Yeah. I got married at twenty six, so let's say I started having kids almost immediately, right? Well, that means that one of my first kids is twenty now. Yeah. So they can help out. Yeah. So like, if I had a kid, uh, like every eighteen months, I guess, like I would should I should be having kids from like twenty. Down to like, I guess maybe two at this point. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I would much rather. I, this is a question though. You and I aren't really fit to answer it because we're not the one birthing these kids. That's true. We need to ask our wives this. I'm going to text. Well, them you're right going to have to ask someone. Text, text your wife. I'm going to. We're going to have to ask someone that <laughs> is from like the 1940s that actually had 12 kids. I'm trying to think who who I know who has the most kids. I mean, I know a bunch of five and six kid families, but I don't know. I know. Anybody. I know some people who's has like 10 siblings like that that was kind of like the thing back in the day is like you just have as many kids as possible you know all right i sent a message to my wife she she's working though she may not be able to answer me but we'll see i've been watching um i'm done with the documentary now but it's on netflix it's called keep sweet Mm -hmm. it's about um it's about the the uh church of latter-day saints with uh warren jeffs and all that yeah like some of that stuff was just insane to me. Like you know, that like to think about, they have like twelve wives. Like, would you rather have twelve wives mm-hmm. or, or be married at twelve? I'd rather have twelve because wives, they because they, they basically did both. I couldn't but, imagine being married at twelve. At twelve, I didn't know. I would probably not have been completely aware of how to consummate a marriage. If you know what I'm saying. Well, that I mean, it, not to get too far in the weeds yeah. with that, but they go into that, and like some of that stuff is just sick. Yeah. All right, we got to move forward here. We got to get off that topic. But uh, you need to you need to watch it. It's, it's really interesting. Colton Watson, how come whenever there's a noun and a verb with the same spelling, the noun's emphasis is always on the first syllable, the verb's the verb's emphasis is always on the last? For example, record and record, refuse and refuse, escort and now hold on, escort. Who says escort? Escort and escort. It's escort the whole way. Yeah, I'm not. That one's out. Conduct and conduct. That's good. So it's a good point. Why is that? I think attribute once again, and attribute. I think once again, Robbie, 
the English language has failed us. Has it failed us, or is it teaching us there? Well, I, I there's just, the difference between the two. It just is so weird that words that are spelled the same are pronounced differently. Yeah, it really is. So. You would think there would be like another word. Is there like another word that we could use in that instance instead of just the same word yeah, in a different you meaning? Think, you would think, but. All right, last one. How well will football do if every position is a B minus to A plus except the tackles, which are D plus to C plus? If you get me to C plus for both tackles and everybody else is an A or B, this team's still pretty good. Yeah. But D is pushing it. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be that, able to that's, that's going to be a big, that's big, big thing for State and their success. I mean, you can't, you can't just be a turnstile there, and that's just about turnstile if you're a D. Yeah. Uh, Brogan Fairchild asks us, what is your favorite Jerry Clower bit or story? Uh, my favorite one is the story of the hot steel balls. I love whenever he tells the story about playing Alabama. That's a great story. <laughs> Just wait here. He'll be back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some good football stories. and then uh, i got to tell you something, by the way. So I, I found this out, that people from the coast, not really southern. Not really Mississippians. Oh, I, I didn't find that. I, I, I've known that. I knew, I've always I said that's like a was, different state. I knew that it was, but then I, did, I got it really thrown in my face a few weeks ago. My friend Alex sent me a text. He was like, you and Robbie were just going on and on at the beginning of the podcast today. I was just like, like I thought she meant like I had not edited something. Yeah. And she, I was like, what were we talking about? Like, this guy, Jerry Clower, who is that? I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, the people How are the you coast, from the state of Mississippi? No, they, they don't count. They didn't know. She didn't know. So I, I had to don't, explain I don't even know, like, who Jerry Clower was. They're just coasties. They're just yeah. they're just their own thing. They're not even state of Louisiana. They're not even Florida. They're just their own thing. There's not. It's not on YouTube anymore. There used to be a video of Jerry Clower on the Jerry Reed show. And he comes out and he does a little comedy. Uh, it talks about uh, taking music class at, at, uh, at the elementary school there in Liberty, Mississippi which is hilarious in and of itself. He's making fun of Jerry Reed the whole time. He's like, neither one of us ever go fishing. And then they, then Jerry sings Alabama Wild Man, and Jerry Clower is in the audience playing his dad. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. It's so and Jerry's wearing like Jerry Clower's wearing like this loud yellow suit. Oh yeah. Oh, it's just if you it's if just you old listen, time at his best. If you turn we used to have a couple of greatest hits CDs. Mm -hmm. If you turn those on and you don't laugh at anything, then you're not yeah. you're not funny. First of all, and secondly, you may not you're have not, a soul. If you're even if you're you may not, not go to heaven. The, even if you're not from the south, yeah. it's going to be funny. You may not be from you may not go to heaven. When yeah, you die, so. yeah. I mean, this uh, is. I mean, it's just it still hits yeah, today. I, it still I agree. hits. I agree. Paul Barrett wants us to rank these Starkville eateries. He, we can't. He has not remembered us mentioning on the pod before. Gene Cafe, Flavors Cuisine of India. Stark Vegas Snowballs, Arepas, Asian Market Restaurant, and Tea Yummy. Is it Arepas or Arpa? It's Arepas. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunate. when you, I, If you're not paying attention, you could be... I had that discussion with Richard and Michael. And they were like, what are you saying? What's it called? I was like, Arepas. See, I always just thought it was something fancy like uh, it's, Arpa. It's, uh, it's, it's Spanish. It's Venezuelan food. Oh. Anyway, I haven't eaten... I thought it was like a coffee shop. I haven't eaten at four of these places. I haven't either. I, I mean, I've eaten at Gene Cafe, although I haven't eaten there in a long time. I mean, I, I've, I've been had there, a snowball. Obviously. I've been there before, and I've been to Starkville Snowballs, Stark Vegas Snowballs. These other places, I, I know 
a couple of them. What was Tea Toomey? Tea Yummy. That's the new Vietnamese restaurant next to uh, Lost Pizza. Oh yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not really interested in on in some of this stuff. Vietnamese food is good. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just not that. It's good. I'm not interested in. All right, that's fine. So we can't really rank them. So we'll we'll move forward. What do you think of the she's a ten but blank trend? If you don't hate it, do it for each of the SEC West West schools. She's a ten, but she's an Ole Miss fan, so she's actually a. Well, she's a she's a one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah, I don't know where this started. I just there, there's some funny ones. Tate Reeves tweeted something out about it. That's that the first automatically time I saw makes it. it unfunny. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really know anything about that, so I can't really comment yeah. on it. The ginger beard man asks us: With USC and UCLA leaving the, for the Big Ten, is the Pac-12 officially dead, or will the remnant join forces with what's left of the Big Twelve in order to maintain a spot at the playoff table? If they're smart, they will. So they're the they're the um, Pac-10 again, huh? They're the Pac-10 for the time being. Yes, Th- they can continue to be the Pac-10, but they've just lost two big, big pieces there. Universities yeah. there. Um, well, I mean, right now, I mean, who who is going to the playoff out of that that group? Who cares about that group? Yeah, I mean, Washington and Oregon are still good schools, good brands, but that's it. That's all you got. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I think we I think we are eventually going to get to you know two big conferences maybe three to the point where you know it's just these other conferences don't exist anymore the acc the big 12 and the well i think the big 12 and pac 12 could sort of open up and take each other in and then the the big 10 is now the big 12 no well there's 16 there's gonna be 16 in the big 10 oh is it 16 now yeah yeah there's already 14 yeah that's right because they they had already had maryland and rutgers yeah yeah and um Nebraska too, right? Nebraska, Nebraska and and then when they Colorado. Added, uh, Col- no, no, Colorado. No, Colorado is the Big Twelve. No, Colorado's in the I mean, Pac-12. Pac Twelve. They were That's in the right. Big Twelve. That's right. The Big Twelve um, is probably going to take. I think the Big Ten will end up with Washington and Oregon. I think that the Pac, the Big Twelve, will take Colorado, Utah, and the Arizona schools. Oregon State, Washington State, Stanford, and Cal. I don't know what's going to happen to them. And then the ACC is going to eventually get raided by the SEC. Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina, Miami will probably all be in the SEC. I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. Breaking news, the hump student section is now mid-court again. I feel like we should stop what we're doing and just have do the rest of the show on that, to be totally honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> the student section is now, let's see. Let's see here. Let's see where, where, let's see where it is. Uh, Um, so it's just in the corner now that's well but it's moving the two sections will move back to the middle which is what what it was a few years ago right right right. that's going to start so they'll start it this year and then next year it will be fully done they're phasing it they're phasing it one section that's fine a year at a time which is which is good that's fine thanks Rhett thanks Rhett hashtag thanks Rhett Uh, Brian McDuff Rank these streaming service interfaces by ease of use. Netflix, Paramount Plus, Hulu, ESPN, Peacock, Amazon Prime Video. Don't use Amazon Prime Video. Don't use Hulu either. You have Hulu though, right? No, I got rid of it. Got rid of it. Okay. Yep. ESPN's interface sucks. Like if your it thing really isn't is. on the front page, it's tough to find what you're looking well, for. Well, that and it'll sometimes it'll like it'll stop. Yeah. 
it'll it'll like yeah. it'll go back to the homepage. I never had um, any problems with Paramount or Peacock, but I literally only use them for soccer. Um, where's YouTube TV? Not on here. YouTube TV is infinitely better than Hulu. Right. I I got I changed to Netflix is fine. Um, so we're gonna rank we're gonna rank the yeah, services. I mean, I don't. I guess. I mean, to me, I don't. I don't. Amazon Prime is is it, it's like it's. It takes too long to get to something sometimes on mine, and you know the the buttons like slowly, like they kind of stick. Like it takes a while for it to go to the next thing. So I don't really like how Amazon Prime works. Okay, Peacock's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say Netflix, uh, Paramount, Peacock, Amazon Prime, Hulu. Okay. But YouTube TV should be on. I'm going to go with yours because I don't use these things enough. So, Hunter Manis asks us, I recently bought some new golf clubs and felt like I was obsessed. I felt like I obsessively looked at the tracking every half hour until they arrived. What's the last thing you ordered that you were so excited about you tracked it constantly? I do that with all my packages. Anything I order, I'm checking every day to see where it is. So I can't really say it's like one thing in particular. Yeah, I do, I do that a lot as well. Yeah. So, all right. Jay in Baltimore. Not sure if you saw the tragic story where a girl accused of murder fled to Costa Rica and it took authorities 45 days to capture her. How long could you evade a national manhunt? I don't have a whole lot of money. How like, how do you do that? Like I would get caught. I'm pretty sure I would get caught pretty easily. You have to have a lot of money to do it. Yeah. You got to be able to fly. Um, I mean, I can't fly to Costa Rica right now. Yeah, cuz you know, I was thinking about that with the Warren Jeffs. And like what do you what do you, how do you do it? You're like, if I pay with a credit card, they can track that. Yeah, well, that, that's what Warren Jeffs did basically when he when he was running from the authorities or whatever. They were the people in his commune or whatever were sending him three hundred thousand dollars a week. Like you have to have that kind of money because you got to pay with cash. You got to you got to be incognito. That now, I mean, thinking back at the at the murder, you know tragic murder last month or whatever with the meridian police officer um that guy lasted like a few hours Mm -hmm. everybody knew what car he was in you know everybody knew what the tag number was and all that stuff i mean it's just it's it's impossible at this point you can't do it yeah you can't do it anymore i don't see it the only way you can survive like in and last a while is just hide somewhere yeah Patton Paris wants to know, Robbie, how do you feel about the Steelers no longer playing at Heinz Field? Now, Acrisure Field. Hate it. Like, it's just so – this is what I don't understand. And I talked about this with the bowl, the Outback Bowl going to the ReliQuest Bowl. Like, so you get all this brand awareness, but, like, who knows what Acrisure does? I know what they do now because we talked about it. They're an insurance company. But, like, what do you gain from that? Like, Heinz, I get it. Yeah, if you're a football fan, you know you're buying hot dogs. You need ketchup. I hate how they have that. Like you know, after a certain time, this their rights run out or whatever. Yeah. Like it should always be Heinz. Food. Well, I, what I would say is this: I, I don't disagree with your point, but at the same time, like the 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 value of those rights change. Look at Syracuse, right? Like they they signed a deal with the Carrier Dome for like a million dollars back in the seventies mm-hmm. with Carrier. Carrier. I mean, dome. what is that right worth now? Yeah, so. I mean, I get it with some things. Like, I mean, that's that. But Heinz, Heinz Field. Field is synonymous with the this is Steelers. What, this is what I would do if I were a big company. I would like 
say, look, we don't want the name of the stadium. We just want to make sure that our logo sign is everywhere in the yeah. stadium. But we're going to call it Chuck Knowles Stadium. That's how it should be. Yeah. You know, Three Rivers Stadium. Yeah. I mean, name it after a legend. How much goodwill do you build, we have bring too up? M- We have too much, like... Yeah. It's too much well, marketing like college, now. For the Charles most part. Schwab Stadium. College, like for the most part, still has all the old school. Yes. N- it's named after people who mattered things. Yeah, I, I hate that. Man. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Rob Hadaway, help me with a math question. If the national media gets their way and the bets 20-plus teams all for a, for a Super Conference, will it be possible for all of them to win 10-plus games a year? As expected? That's the best part about they talk about these Super Conferences is somebody's going 2-10. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be funny to watch somebody like you know Michigan State or 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 Texas. Yeah, not everybody. Not everybody gets to to be good. Yeah, you still got to have some people at the bottom of the conference. Exactly. Uh, let's see. This is a really good point by Rob here. Saw this question on Reddit. How much of the conference realignment that's happened since 2010 is directly Texas's fault? Almost all of it. The Longhorn Network set all of this in motion. It yeah. set every bit of it in motion. Well, because. Everybody in the Big 12 is sick of Texas. Right. is a big reason for that. Well, because they thought Texas like, was getting get a recruiting advantage by yeah. having their own network, and so Texas A&M was like, we're out. Yeah. And that spawned everything else off. Everybody in the Big 12 hates Texas, mm-hmm. and pretty much everybody everywhere else hates everybody Texas, hates too. Texas, yeah. Uh, last one from Rob. What's your current relationship with football preview magazines? When do you think they peaked as a genre? Late 90s? Is when I, you know, that was the peak time of Athlons and Lindy's. We were talking about this yesterday. Robbie and I almost threw hands over it. Yes, uh, but nowadays I don't buy them because I mean it's all available online. Why would I buy it? Yeah, but you, you're right though. That like going to the grocery store when that stuff came out. Like when you would look, you, you'd catch it out of the corner of your eye. You're like, is that? And you're like, oh my god, there's the Lindy's. I gotta go get it. That one in Raw Magazine <laughs> back in the day. Well, you know what else for me, especially around the like the early 2000s was when fantasy football magazines would start coming out. You'd start seeing, oh, yeah. seeing those magazines coming out, like, oh, it's time to get ready. What about the, the draft. Uh, What about the cheat code magazines? That, like, the, never, it was like the never IGN. Never really got those. Never really got those. I got them for, like, you know, Grand Theft Auto and stuff where you can get, like, unlimited You know, guns. the first magazines I used to be excited about was wrestling magazines, the After Mags, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And I thought you were about to say Playboy. No, that's no. 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 But that being said. It was Hustler. I was a high society man. I went <laughs> all the way nasty. So you, re- you you got those for the articles. There were no articles <laughs> in high society. I can promise you that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, but, but the talking about those those Athlon Lindy's that that's what I used to. There, so we'll move on. That's what I used to use for my rosters making instant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah when yeah. those came out, all right, it's time to start making these rosters. Yeah. All right, a couple more questions, then we'll do the break here. From our friend Dr. Tony Loper in Vicksburg, Mississippi, the best damn veterinarian in town. Who is your favorite Mississippi State player of all time? Oh, in all sports. Yeah. Hmm. Timmy Bowers is up there. Okay. That's interesting that you went basketball because that's where mine is. That was kind of my, you know, growing up, you know, that's what I remember the most is is basketball. That's kind of what I got in the most. And Timmy Bowers was some of my favorite memories from Mississippi State basketball was 2003, 2004, that era. So he'd be up there, and then J.J. Johnson is up there as well. Okay. Uh, Mine is Dante Jones. I loved Dante Jones. Absolutely loved the guy. And a lot of it has to do with moments and teams. 
you can, if your favorite football player played like 2004 to 2000, yeah. you're probably not. A, not I mean, I love That's Norwood. Why, don't get me if wrong. Norwood, but, if Norwood played on any other any other yeah, era, better teams, yeah, it might be different. might be the greatest bulldog of all time. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Also from Tony Loper, who do you think lives longer, Northerners or Southerners, East Coast folk or West Coast folk? I think Southerners live longer. I mean, you don't you don't see a lot of the old people that you see down south up north. It's just too cold. I think do the you cold, think so? I think the I, cold affects people. It's easier to live. I was going to say, I, I feel like you know obesity warm. plays a factor. There's a bunch of a bunch of fat. Not as fat as the south. I don't know, man. You, those Italians up there. You seen <laughs> you seen Vito? It's like an ad for a weight loss commercial before and way before. <laughs> Oh, uh, we should probably research this. There's, there's got to be data somewhere. I'm sure there is. I would. I'm gonna think Southerners, and then of the coast. I think West Coast folks live longer. It's a bunch of hippie, oh yeah, bunch they're of hippies all, out there. Man. They're they're eating vegan. Yeah, they're, you they're, know, they're not eating processed meat. Exactly, losers. All right, let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. They should be eating beef out there on the West Coast. It's delicious. It's good for you. It's nutritional. It's all those great things you're looking for, but mainly it's delicious. And that's the truth. You know that when you're firing up the grill, you want to put beef on it. You want steaks. You want burgers. It's not only what you want. It's what your family wants. So hit them up today. Head to your local grocery store. Talk to your local butcher. Get some great cuts of beef and cook out this weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. It's also, like we've said many times, probably the place to find Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk. So, Very good chance. I mean, better than average is what I would say. So, when you're in the mood for some awesome barbecue, for some awesome burgers and sandwiches, wings, tacos, whatever it is, you head over to... Two Brothers Smoked Meats, right there in the heart of the Cotton District. Enjoy yourself next time you are there. Great products, great service. It's what every business wants to offer. It's what every business wants to try to promise you. But who really delivers on it? I'll tell you one that you can count on, and that's Advantage Business Systems. How do I know that? Well, they've been open for 47 years. Now, if you can tell me a business that's been open in that long by saying, sticking it to the customers, you just let me know who that is. I don't know who it is. Advantage Business Systems, great products, all the top name brands, and then when something invariably goes wrong, you get service that same day in many opportunity, in many uh, occasions. Just because you're dealing with Mississippi people, you call someone in Mississippi, Mississippi a Mississippi person comes to fix it. Not an out of state contractor who could take I don't know how long. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do Business. Kivas Wright asks us, which of these will happen first, Robbie? A football SEC and or national title, a men's basketball national title, or a women's basketball national title? Women's. Because uh, they've actually gotten there twice already, yeah, and we yeah. know they can do it. Yeah. We Mississippi State has not made a college football playoff. They've made it to the Final Four. So it would probably be that and then – I mean, I guess men's after that, huh? I mean, yeah, football winning an SEC championship while Saban and Smart are locked in right now is going to be difficult. It's just going to be difficult. Very tough. Yeah. I mean, State's going to have to start recruiting on a much higher level to to have that opportunity. 
Hold on. You okay? This guy, somebody, this is one of my favorite things, man. Somebody says, can someone please tell Brian I am loving the countdown so far? He has me blocked. Thanks. I don't have him blocked. Who is it? It's just some random guy, so I get to tweet. Well, I always tweet him the same thing back. You sure? It's the same guy? Well, no, I get those tweets all the time. They're just some people, I, I, I just don't respond to your tweets. Yeah. You know? But... I mean, it's very easy to see if you're blocked. You go to somebody's Twitter page, and if you, and can, if you can see read it, it, you're not blocked. Yeah, but that's so why I just send them back. Just send them, you sure? All right. I, I got a message just now uh, that said that there it's still on the table to have a full courtside student section. Yeah, I, I read somebody said something about that. He he, he tweeted. Uh, I saw it on Twitter that they may there may be another like lower section. Sort of, I think that's sort of similar to what Ole Miss has. Well, the um, apparently the concrete walls like is creating might create a sight line. I see issue. Okay, so the um, it's still out there. They could have a full course side. So the, I mean, the big thing to know here is Mississippi State has heard the cries of fans, and they're trying to find a way to make this a much better atmosphere. So now, I mean, if and if that happens, I mean, there's no excuse anymore for people not showing up for games. For state not having a good atmosphere, I mean that's been that's been one of the things that's been said has been a problem is not having the students where they are. Yeah. Well, now you got it, and and now you got to show up. It's time so to show the, up. I mean they're they're working. They're they're trying to get fans in the seats. They're trying to have a good experience here. There you go. Uh, where are we here? Kyle Wilson wants us to rank the Batman movies from Keaton to Bale. What we can't rank Adam West? That's a great movie. Come on, that's a fun movie. And also we is that a, they made a movie. Yeah, or is that the TV? Well, show? they had the movie too. Okay, so also um, no Affleck, no Pattinson. What are we doing here? We're, we can't rank them all. Um, Pattinson, the Batman is my favorite Batman movie right now. Well, rank them all. I mean, all right. it's it's I, our show. We can change. the I will rank one. them thusly. I would rank them. It's so tough to rank the Dark Knight second, but I loved the Batman. I loved it, so I would go with the Batman, the Dark Knight. The original Batman with Michael Keaton, 1990. So, are we ranking movies or, or actors? It says rank the Batman movies. Okay. So, I would go, okay, so bat, so The Batman, The Dark Knight, Batman, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight George Rises. Clooney, right? No. Batman Begins is... Uh, the uh, first. Val Kilmer. No, that's the first Christian Bale movie. Oh yeah, that's right. What so, am I? What, what, yeah, what was Val Kilmer? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, uh, Batman Begins, and then I would go Batman Forever, which is the Val Kilmer movie. Yes. Then I'm going to go The Dark Knight Rises. Then I will go Batman Returns. Uh, Batman and Superman: Dawn of Justice, and then Batman and Robin is the worst one. That's the one with Clooney. Wow, so you liked uh, Ben Affleck better than yes. Clooney. Yes, I did. I thought I, Affleck was a really good Batman, I had better, but that movie is not very good. I have better memories of of uh, Clooney. Well, I mean, like, Clooney was a great Bruce Wayne, first and foremost. I thought. Yeah. And I think he could have been a good Batman, but that movie is so terrible. It's so bad. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. That's, I enjoyed it as a kid, but yeah, I was a kid. It, it, it really not, yeah. So, All right, Alex Barham Indiana wants Indiana keeps calling me. Who? Somebody from Indiana. We know a lot of people from Indiana, but I These don't know. These Hoosiers, they won't leave us alone. Get out of our way. All right, from, uh, I'm sorry, Alex Barham. List these signees in the order you're most confident you will see them in maroon and white. 
Durangelo. It's Sanchez, as I believe is his last name. Sure. Uh, it's Braden Lofton. Is that right? Bradley Lofton. Bradley Lofton. Ross Highfield. Dakota Jordan. And I guess he says Williams. Jet Williams. Zero chance for Jet Williams. Yeah. No chance unless... I, I, it would he would have, be number one if he was coming, but... Yeah. Um, well, I mean, no, 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 they want to rank. He wants us ranking them in the confidence that they will play for Mississippi State. Oh, I thought so. It was so Williams is dead last in that. Yes, I think Highfield's probably first, right? He's yes. Coming. I f- I feel like he's already made it. Dakota Jordan is school. on campus, so that feels like you're. Well, they're pretty- all on campus with the exception of Williams. Okay, so I would. This is mine, and you tell me if you disagree. Starting with the guy I think is the most common: Highfield, Jordan. Durangelo, Lofton, Williams. I would move Lofton to third, probably third. Okay, at the worst, Durangelo fourth. Yeah. Okay. But I, I feel okay about those four guys. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I just, you know, it's, it's one of those those things you just have to wait it out. I mean, we it, it takes one team to say, okay, we'll get you this money. Yeah, no, you're that's, right. I thought State could have gotten one or two guys last year that they lost. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just like Maddox Bruns was one we thought might come to start. He, he was he was borderline, but he he felt had, like he had a high number, but somebody matched it. Yeah, I mean, well, he he blew up so much. He, yeah. They got him. They got him where they wanted him. Yeah. So uh, last one here from uh, from Alex. Favorite football uniforms if you could choose home and away that we ever won. I am so simple. I'm so basic. I want. At are we home, going logos or are we going colors? Uni- uniforms. I want maroon helmet, maroon jersey, white pants, or gray pants at home. And on the road, I want maroon helmet, white jersey, white pants, or maroon pants on the road. That's all I want. I like gray. I like gray with the white. I don't mind it, but I, I like. I don't. I don't. I don't want that. I want either white or maroon. I'm pretty good with the maroon helmet on everything. Mm-hmm. I don't like when they when when you mix it up that much. I don't just, I don't mind it every now and, and then. Yeah, but it's like I don't. Remember they went through a time where it was like they were just enamored with the the mat the mat helmet. Yeah, that was and like was the last like, four years of Mullen. Yeah, like I that I was done. And Morehead Morehead never wore the shiny maroons. I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the maroon just shiny maroon yeah. helmets. Um, I'm kind of like you though, but I, I mix it up a little bit gray. Is fine. Gray mm-hmm. pants. I'm good with gray pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, maroon on white pants mm-hmm. works for me yeah. at, at home games, just like you. Yeah. And then white on maroon, maybe gray pants on the road. I don't but, really like the all maroon. I definitely don't like the all white, especially with the helmet. Oh, I, I used to, I used to really like the all white. Is I, it when, like whenever I was playing NCAA, mm-hmm. like I would go all white a lot. I, just, I don't like it. It's just me though. All right, uh, the dude. If State and Ole Miss were in a cooking competition, like a barbecue pitmasters type competition, who do you think would win? Do we have a Malcolm Reed? Like so, who? Who is our Malcolm Reed? Because Malcolm Reed is an Ole Miss fan. Oh, so you're picking people from? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like State and Ole Miss. I mean, I like if I don't it was like he, a, I don't know what he's asking me there. Like, if it was like you know the coaching staff versus the versus each other, I'm going State. If it's like, I don't think either one of those guys know how to cook, Leach or Kiffin. Well, I'm saying the staff is what the I staff, said. Staff, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I who mean, Ole Jeff Phelps. Jeff Phelps is a good guy for us to have. But if if we're bringing, we're going to bring in some ringers here. I don't I mean, Miss you know, has, you know that guys. Zach Arnett can probably grill. He's he from can California. Probably What's he know about grilling? Well, I mean, his defensive coordinator. You know, he can figure it out. Mm, I'm worried. You're worried. Worried about uh-huh. Zach. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think Tony he Hughes, I bet, can grill. He's lived in the South his whole life. Yeah. Um, Spurrier Jr., I bet, can grill. I don't know. I mean, like, Malcolm Reed versus everybody? Or, like, can we have some... Well, I, mean, I don't know who... I, that's, that's my point, Robbie, is I don't know who State's If, there, if there's a team is. of folks... Like, who is State's top competition barbecuer? I don't know who it is. Well, I, I just think there's a lot of State fans that can cook. Oh, there's plenty of us, but... Like I can cook, but I use a lot of Malcolm Reed's recipes, so I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, if it's just, if it's like Malcolm Reed versus State's best guy, then yeah. it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, what are you least excited or worried the most about for State this football season? I think we've talked about it a, few, a number of times. It's the tackles. Like I got it. I'm, I'm. That's that's where my my biggest concern is. If if I had a if if State had Charles Cross, I would tell you they're probably going to win ten games. That's that's probably the only like unknown. Yeah, it really is. I mean, even cornerback, you feel okay about it because you know you got one really good one, and then you've seen, you pretty much seen enough from like DeCameron Richardson, and you know there's some competition there. They should be okay. Tackle is is kind of the, the thing to watch. Yeah. Uh, Alexandra Watts. This is my friend who I was talking about earlier. Didn't know who Jerry Clark. She's a coasty, huh? Yeah, she's from from Pascagoula. Uh, uh, what are they? The Panthers. Um, I think that's right. I'm pretty sure that's right. Shane Matthews, Terrell Buckley, all those guys. Yeah. I prefer cloth seats to leather. What things do you prefer that most people would disagree with? Hmm. That's a good point. I don't know a lot of people would say they'd rather have cloth than leather seats. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it's really hot. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Um, Gosh. Oh, my my wife has, has, has finally responded to me here. So let's get her in. Go ahead and think of your answer for this I, question while I get the other one. Oh, about the 12 kids? Yeah. Oh, I should have asked Becky about that. Um, I'll, I'll do it right now. Because she, right. she's texting me about the house. Perfect. I know she's Perfect. got her phone on. I don't I don't really have an answer here. I don't, I don't really know if I'm there's something think, yeah, that I'm like, like. I'm just like, I like this and nobody else likes it. I don't know. It's a good question. I'll have to think more about it. Also from Alexandra. My daughter Mallory's best friends are identical twins. When one twin tries to insult the other, they will often say, you're ugly. How can you call someone ugly who looks just like you? Maybe they're talking about inside, Alex. Maybe they're saying, you know, you got a black heart. You're ugly on the inside. My my daughter started saying, why are you being ugly to me? Mm -hmm. Whenever I instruct her that she's doing something wrong. We're getting an answer here. She's, she's, She's typing it out. You see the dots? Yeah, I see the dots. Uh... Kurt says, in the recent July 4th Nathan hot, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition, Joey Chestnut won again with 63 hot dogs. Rank the possible competitors in the first MSU hot dog eating contest. Haydad, Walker, Falk, Borky, Coleman, Cross. Why are Borky and Cross in our competition? <laughs> now, if there's a cold chicken tender eating competition, they dominate. <laughs> Would the rankings change with tacos from Humble Taco? First off, it's a hot dog eating contest. Brian Haydad is a not did not participate. Not a hot dog. Fan. Don't eat hot dogs. You know what so those you're are? Out. Made of, right? All right, here we go. I, I'm mother of twelve. Oh, no way I could have done it at twelve, but I worked at a daycare at twelve. No, but like later in life, she oh, did. so um, I, she's I, I guess right. I, she's right. I guess in the hot dog eating thing, I guess I mean if you're out. I guess we'll go with Brandon. I'm telling you right number now, one. Joel Coleman can put away food. Yeah, but is he going to eat a hot dog? Oh, he'd eat hot. He'll eat anything that's not dessert. No sugar. What does Becky say? 
I typed it the wrong way. What I sent was, would you rather be a mother of 12 or a mother at 12? Yeah, I, I accidentally said married at 12 because we were talking oh, about no, no, no. Yeah. the, the uh, yeah. fundamentalist. But I don't know who would win this hot dog eating competition. Brandon, uh, probably Brandon. Brandon. But maybe Joel, you know, like Joel the guys. That, away, a lot of the guys that get up there, they're, they're some of them are fit. Yeah, some Joe Chestnut's not. I mean, he's got like a dad bod, I guess. He's not ripped or anything. But the, there, there, there's some big fat dudes up there. But didn't Joey awesome. get up there with like crutches and stuff like this? He was just kind of playing tore, with them. This he year. had a torn patella tendon, I think. So he's up there on crunches, and he took out a protester. It was incredible. Yeah, so like I think he was just playing around this year. Yeah, I think so. Uh, she say. Uh, she's she's responding. Okay. I, she I, I accidentally said married, so she said uh, she would rather be married. So I had to explain I, I was wrong what I said. Yeah, to yeah. All right. Redid the question. Ford Polk, can you explain why SEC takeover sucks? I don't want to watch games from six months ago. I feel most would want to watch 1980 football versus Alabama, 98 football versus Arkansas, not volleyball versus Florida. No offense to volleyball. It's It, it kills me that the way the universities and the networks set this up. Like, especially like... Mississippi State didn't have this because of the rain, but everybody had to rewatch their spring game on this. Like, why? Who yeah. wants to see it? People want to see classic games. If you're Mississippi State, you have, what, I think like 10 slots, right? Seven football games, two basketball games, and then the national championship baseball game. And I'm I'm not sure I understand this. Can they can they not show things on ESPN? I don't know. I, I, there's no way they don't have. This is the SEC. They own the, the rights to all of this stuff. They have the rights to the CBS stuff even. Like they could so show. So what these is games. happening? I, that, this there's is, so many things that this we're is, this is a the program. I, I, I the hate program, this word so much. I hate this word so much, Robbie. But this is like a woke thing. This is we have to give girls. all of our student athletes. You know, equal opportunities and stuff like it's just dumb. It's stupid, and nobody watches it. And no offense to you know the volleyball team and stuff like that, but it's just it's not. I mean, let's just be real. It's not going to get people to tune in, right? I don't know anybody that's saying, "Oh yeah, I'm sitting down." Like, right? The first time it came out, I think I recorded all that stuff. Yeah, the first one when they showed all the classic games was great. They showed the Egg Bowl in '99, '99 Egg Bowl, and the '90. uh, The 2000 Florida game and all that stuff. So, and now it's turned into just you know. the best games from each sport from right. the last year. Right. I mean, right. Ole Miss one time just showed the the, the, season. the season that whole from time. Sports, it was yes. terrible. Just don't. Uh, uh, Becky said that if she if she got to start having kids later than twelve, in order to have twelve kids, twelve kids, she would pick twelve. There kids. you go. Exactly. So she didn't have to marry at twelve. Right. 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 She was she was too concerned about being the marriage thing. So, I don't. Know. I, I got you. Okay. Also from Ford Polk here, we, can we get an updated Cruton song with Robbie singing? I'm afraid to do that. Robbie's voice is really good. He'll dominate me. It's got to be like over the top. Are you, well, if you want to redo it, we can do it. It's your thing. Well, it's I mean, this you. is what you it's you, up you came you. up with. This. I did, but it's I mean, I'm not I I'm not going to try to steal okay. your thunder with my majestic voice. <laughs> Last one from Ford. Wasn't there a third Weatherspoon brother? Whatever happened to him? Whatever happened to Brandon Weatherspoon? Brandon Weatherspoon went to Holmes, I yeah. think. Yeah. After that, Something I don't like know. That. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. James I think Mr. State was ready to yeah, move ready in a different direction the from the Weatherspoons. Yeah. James Cecil Jr. asked us, rank these Kurts. Kurt Henning, Kurt Angle, Kurt Cobain, Kurt Warner, and Kurt Russell. It's a strong group of this Kurts. This is a good group of Kurts. Okay. Kurt Angle is number one. 
Yes. Gold Olympic medalist gold medalist. With a broken freaking neck. And then became a big-time professional wrestler. Yeah. But, I mean, even without the professional wrestling, Olympic gold medalist. I think I'm going to go Kurt Cobain number two just because huge everybody influence. knows who Kurt Cobain is. I was going to go Kurt Russell. That guy's a huge movie star. And then Cobain. Then I would go Warner. And then as much as I love Mr. Perfect, he, he's last on this. Yeah. Also the only Kurt with a C here. That's true. So that gets you in some. So we, we're saying, so you want to go Cobain second and I'll go Russell second. And then That's keen awareness from James Cecil Jr. there to make sure he got the name correctly spelled. Good job, James. Appreciate it. Wait, our friend Wade Jones, does Charlie Winfield and Coach Drinkwitz look alike? Or is it just me? Now you got to have me looking at what Eli Drinkwitz really looks like. I've never really paid attention. I hate to slap Charlie in the face like that, but there are some similarities. Oh, 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 oh yes, there are. Yes, Charlie. I like Charlie way Speaking better. Speaking of Charlie Winfield, uh, you may have seen today that the Bulldog Initiative website is up and running. Yes. Charlie will join me on Friday afternoon. I'll do a quick interview with him. We'll just put it up uh, independent of the podcast, and then we'll come back and put it on a uh, on Monday show or whatever. But he will have we'll have some answers to a lot. I know there's a lot of questions about what's going on with NIL. He will hopefully be able to, to give us those answers. Becky wanted to add more context. More context. Her pain tolerance is very low, and yeah. she doesn't think that she could have more than one. More than one child? Yes. Oh, so you're out of the game? I don't know. Okay. But th- that, you know, that's just where drugs, we are right man. now. The drugs will take care of that. Well, she had, I mean, well, she had a C-section okay. for well, Natty, yeah, yeah. but, but she doesn't know if she could have keep having that many kids. You know what the great part of having a C-section child is? And both of my kids are C-section childs. Is when they when they grow up and they act up, you go, you know, you weren't really born. <laughs> you were removed. <laughs> like a tumor. Like a tumor. I say it all the time to them. <laughs> so uh, cruel. Uh, well, have you met my children? They are cruel in return. That's true. They are... They are... <laughs> <laughs> They're your kids. I you, they are my kids. So. <laughs> I swear they've got if they have a heart, King gets black. <laughs> Hunter Bolware rank these number ones. Deronya Wilson, Eric Moulds, Chad Bumpus, Nico Whitley. That's a Ooh. strong group. Eric Moulds is number one. Bumpus. Bumpus. You gonna be one tell I'm gonna Nico. I'm gonna go with Nico. Yeah. I'm about to say, do you want to go tell Nico Whitley he's last? Yeah. You I'm gonna go with Nico. And then Deronya. Yeah. That's a strong group. Well, Nico, you know. From freshman year on, he was a big part of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and played on a torn ACL almost his entire senior year, which is just we didn't know about until Mullen told us at the Egg Bowl. Yeah, 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 that was just in, insane, man. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, let's see here. Tony Harlow asked, "Stripe out games do not work well in colder weather. Not that many people have white coats. Do you and I agree? Yes, I think stripe out games don't work at all." Did you just call yourself I, Robbie Falk? Was, was the, Robbie Falk's I? It says, do you and Robbie Falk agree? You said, do you and I. And you, I? You, in the place of oh, Robbie you're Falk, right. you said I. You want to be me so bad. I wouldn't mind weighing what you weigh. Well, I'm getting up there now. I'm catching you up said, with well, you. Well, I mean, bit. I would stay, you know. I wouldn't mind having the height. And I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't mind having the flow. The, the locks that you have. I'm holding on to this as long as I can. You should. You should. Eventually it'll that, fall out. That cabbage is looking good over there. Uh, but yes, I'm not a big fan of stripe outs. I feel like they never work. They never look as good. Unless you have a fan base that is totally bought in to what you're doing that way, like Texas A&M could do it. Yeah. Penn State could do it. But Mississippi State, I mean, you're just not, it's just not going to happen. Well, and, you know, like, that's right. Like at nighttime in, in the winter, 
Like, not everybody's going to wear, you know, white. Yeah. That, that, that white stuff polo. doesn't work when it starts getting cold. The, like, the especially the color stuff doesn't like a lot work of people anymore. have like white fleece pullovers, yeah. or, like the white Adidas, like the half zips or whatever. Yeah, but nobody has like a white winter coat. Yeah, and even you know that that stuff hardly ever works when it starts getting cold. Right, like the best time to do those like maroon outs, white outs is whenever it's like September, October, whenever you're starting to it's starting to cool down a little bit but it's still warm enough because mm-hmm. when you start getting coats people don't want to do the color thing yeah exactly it mostly works for like basketball yeah, i agree all right that's all for today so uh, there was one more question it it pertains to what we were talking about earlier which oh, okay. is, just, which is very just, strange just came in yeah that's that's kind of weird uh, from Will Carruth, why do people hate on The Dark Knight Rises so much? Is it because The Dark Knight was so good? What's specifically wrong with it? Um, just from my perspective... Will, are you any kin to Paul Carruth? <laughs> so, so t- hold on a second, let me find this. Because I almost tweeted at you. I'm so sorry to derail your question, uh, Will. We'll come back to it. So, Sports Talk Mississippi tweets today, Bell Haven's Kennedy Carruth has been named the 2022 American Southwest Conference Female Athlete of the Year. And I almost tweeted at you and Paul. I was like, is she related to Paul Hockery? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so close. I was like, not enough people will get that joke. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so, yes, Will Carruth, are you related to Paul Ott Carruth? Um, that's be funny if he comes back and says yes. Yeah, that's I, my uncle. My, that's my uncle, actually. Um, to answer your question, um, I, I don't know wh- why it, it gets so much hate. I, th- I think it, it was a good movie, but it's just not as good as The Dark Knight. I don't think people hate on it as much as they're just like, The Dark Knight was just better. You yeah. know, I feel like the Bane character was a little off in that. Well, I mean, how do you improve on you the Joker character? You can't. I mean, and, and I, I honestly do believe that if they had done The Dark Knight Rises and Heath Ledger hadn't killed himself, he, it would have been another Joker movie. I mean, that was the, some of the most incredible acting it's incre- ever it's, known yeah, to man. Yeah. And I mean, like, to the point that I, th- I think it had like, you know, a lasting effects on him. Yeah. Oh, it did. There's no question. Because he, it, it, he it went in a dark place. He went into that character as much as you possibly can. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. Tomorrow's show. Uh, oh no, no, we've still got to do our game real quick. Hold on, let's let's get in, let's let's do, do we that. have time? Yeah, we got plenty of time. One second. So we're gonna go continue our. Uh, we gotta gotta get this uh, this game in here. Number forty five, all time. Mississippi State twenty six, Alabama fourteen from the nineteen ninety eight season. A tremendous football game. One of the most dominating performances uh, in, in this rivalry's history from the Mississippi State perspective, uh, and a game that was smack dab in the middle of what would end up being a four four out of five streak for Mississippi State. They won in 96, 97, 98, and 2000, lost in 99 over there in uh, Tuscaloosa. A game that, you know, from it's sort of interesting, J.J. Johnson set what was then the uh, school's single-game rushing record in this game, 237 yards against the Alabama Crimson Tide. It's since been broken three times. But at that time, 237 was the, was the uh, the record. He broke Kevin Bowie's record from 2017 uh, against. I'm sorry, from 1994 of 217 yards. I should say. Really dominant game for Mississippi State. And, and this is one of the things that that interests me is that that obviously the 96 game was very close. That Alabama team was ranked. Uh, Number eight in the country, and state was was not uh, was not ranked at all. But 
97, 98, and 2000. State absolutely dominated uh, Alabama when they played them. The thing I remember about this game is it was rainy. Yeah, all game, and that's part of the reason JJ Johnson gets hurt. I think is he slips up and he catches his hands. Well, he just got ran ragged in that ball game. I think Jackie knew that he was going to break the record, and he was just trying to get as trying much. to get him. Yeah, but uh, the big setup for this game was Sean Alexander versus JJ Johnson. Yeah, you know Sean Alexander was the Heisman candidate, running back, big time running back. Eventually, would be, um, you know, one of the best running backs in college football, mm-hmm. and JJ really took center stage in this game and <clears throat> it was a uh, a game like you said state controlled i thought the defense was outstanding in this ball game for mississippi state this was right in the middle of state's run as the best defense in college football yeah and and of course this game was huge in terms of winning the sec west that year yeah and, and really this this game played into mississippi state's hands to be that ground and pound mm-hmm. you know, they ran almost kind of like a maryland eye type yeah offense they'd yeah. have two up backs uh, you know, they had you know the two fullbacks basically, yeah. and then JJ Tight Johnson blocking. I mean, they would just stack it up, and it was impossible. Massive offensive line, big tight end, and Reggie Kelly, big fullback. You know, Kenny Williamson was the fullback, and Dennis McKinley. Yes, and then uh, JJ Johnson. I mean, that this it's it just everything Jackie Sherrill stands for as a college football coach. This game kind of represents great offense, a great running offense, and great defense. Also, uh, you know, of note, like I said, this game, State wins this game, and that sets up the matchup the next week with Arkansas that obviously you can guess is probably higher up on the list of games that Mississippi State uh, would win. So this was a tremendous game. Like I said, if if J.J. Johnson doesn't get hurt in this game, let's be honest. Let's go back to that Tennessee game in the SEC Championship. I think it's pretty obvious. State's going to win that game. Well, if you look back, I think the officials made it pretty clear that Tennessee was going to win that football game. But, some, the, but it might But it, it might have been, been different difficult. if State could have just... Remember, State, both of their touchdowns in that game, in the SEC Championship game, were non-offensive touchdowns. Robert Bean returned a pick six. Kevin Prentice had the punt return. Yep. If State could have had any kind of offense, and having J.J. Johnson out there would have made a difference... Maybe it's a little different. I don't know. I don't know the answer. But this and that game, was the national champion Tennessee yeah, Balls. Yeah, that, that's that's what I'm trying to say, Robbie. Is what what the, I really the conference was not going to allow State to derail that train. Right. What I really remember the most from this game mm-hmm. was pregame lunch at Quincy's. <laughs> that's what I, mean, I remember the most. I love some Quincy's. Don't get me wrong. So Mississippi State 26, Alabama 14 from 1998. That is our number 45 game on the countdown. All right, guys, tomorrow's show, uh, we'll do the countdown again. We will uh, – oh, we got something else. Oh, we'll talk about media days. I want to talk about Will Rogers not coming to media days. Don't understand it. I'm sure you're going to tell me I'm overreacting, but – Well, I don't think – I'm not going to say you're overreacting. I'm just – I have a counterpoint. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about basketball. Uh, big announcement from basketball regarding seating. That's good news for Mississippi State. Lots to talk about tomorrow. We'll figure it out. We'll talk about it then. For, uh, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on they Super Talk, Mississippi. They to me. They understand. They talk to me. You got tools in your religion. All designed to keep you safe. But when rules start getting broken, you start questioning your faith. Savior.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.